So I think that we really need to start looking at things a lot differently because as we're looking at this definition again, right, it talks about providing flexibility, being able to see different possibilities and being able to look at the different steps needed to get the job done. But how can you do that if you're stressed? How can you do that when you don't have effective time management? How can you do that where you have so many things going on? How, like, how do you remain flexible? You know, for a lot of us, we're so used to multitasking and doing so many different things. And What's up, guys? Thank you for joining me on another episode of Internal Fire. And on today's episode, we want to talk about the winning mindset. The mindset is the doorway of our effectiveness as self-leaders, leaders in businesses, organizations, wherever you have a level of influence. Your mindset is key of how you show up and press forward even in the face of adversity. So make sure you grab your notepad. You're going to get some tools, some resources, everything you need to start really developing the mind of a winner. So get your notepad, your note-taking materials, and let's get into today's message. Your mental wellness matters. And as we enter into Mental Health Awareness Month, I want you to check in and ask yourself, is my mental care a priority? When it became a priority to me a few years ago, I got a therapist and that person was able to transform how I navigated stressors and even help me unpack trauma that was showing up in how I led. Yes, by you prioritizing your mental care, it can really help you improve how you show up as a leader personally and professionally. And I share this because I think it's important that as leaders, as individuals who have influence, we do the work necessary to really help us maintain a well mind. So what are you waiting for? Utilize apps like Talkspace Better Help. Get with your HR department or your primary care manager and find out what resources are available. If you're in the military, go to Military One Source. There's so many things out there that can help you and your family navigate those tough seasons. So remember, your mental wellness matters, so make it a priority. So if we were to define what a success mindset is, it is a mindset that provides you with the flexibility to see the different possibilities and steps needed to get the job done. Again, it is a mindset that provides you with the flexibility. So there's a level of flexibility So you can see the different possibilities and steps needed to get the job done. So if you guys have not been aware, I've been away for a couple weeks. You haven't gotten a new podcast for a couple weeks. And initially, when the first week went by, I was just like, okay, Aisha, what are you doing? You are very consistent. What's going on? And then the next week came about and I'm like, all right, it's time to record. And I was like, no, I'm taking another week off. And of course... From, of course, the viewer point of view and, of course, thinking about analytics and the business side of things and so on, I could definitely look at it like, oh, man, this is a this is, you know, this is a bad thing. But for me, myself and I, I needed that break. I needed that time. I had a lot going on personally, professionally, trying to navigate so much again with school, with family, time management and just having to really 
look at a bunch of things and then come back, I had to take that time away. And I have to realize that in the process of juggling so much, it's okay to do so. And I want to challenge all you leaders out there listening that it, it, it is okay to do so, especially as we're thinking about success. And I really want us to challenge and start to think about redefining success and looking at things a lot differently because I know for me, I have been so used to hearing about success from that perspective of losing sleep, about stretching yourself so thin. And of course, you'll reap reap the results on the other side of it. But quite frankly, y'all, I like my sleep. I like being able to not be so stretched or, or being, I don't, excuse me, I like being at a point where I'm not stretched so thin that it's driving me crazy. I don't like that feeling. So I think that we really need to start looking at things a lot differently because as we're looking at this definition again, right, it talks about providing flexibility, being able to see different possibilities and being able to look at the different steps needed to get the job done. But how can you do that if you're stressed? How can you do that when you don't have effective time management? How can you do that where you have so many things going on? How, like, how do you remain flexible? You know, for a lot of us, we're so used to multitasking and doing so many different things and jumping from one thing to another thing. Like, that's not true flexibility. And again, we need to be able to adapt. We need to be able to uh, be able to like, hey, one moment you have to be able to maybe put a different hat on, depending on, say, like for myself, there's a moment where I might be in the mode where just a second ago I was working on a school assignment and then my son walked in and had a question. So I have to put mom hat on real quick, answer the question, remedy that situation and get back into school mode. But in reality, for some of us, we're just like all over the place that it becomes such an energy drainer and it's exhausting. And I just don't want to continue to navigate a life where that is what's happening. So as we're looking at success, I'm really speaking from a perspective where I'm living it. I really want to be that leader and that example that I am truly living it. So I want to be raw and authentic on these episodes to talk about like I am currently going through that process myself. So again, as we talk about this, right, and to give you guys another definition is the ability to fight unbelievable unbelievable circumstances and secure success. And that's my plan. Because regardless of the circumstances, and there have been people that can really secure a level of success while navigating those things that are people like, people are like, wow, you really were able to navigate that? Yes, I was able to navigate that. And there are going to be pockets and seasons where you're like, man, like it's going to be, it's going to seem like it's not possible. It's going to seem like things are crazy. Things are just out of whack. And I know right now for me, it seems that way. Because right before I got to my current organization in this new current military role, I was in a role where things were a lot more free. Talk about flexibility. I had a lot more because my job wasn't as demanding. I had a lot more free time. So being able to balance my workload as well as my business, it was, it was, it, it was there. Now it's not that much. I am in a role where it, the workload is heavy. 
and I have to be fully present in my nine to five, right? It, or in my seven to four in the military space. And it's not saying that I wasn't in my previous organization. I 100% was, but it just looked different for me. It really was. And some of us have been there where we've had roles and responsibilities where we just had a little bit more free time. We had a little bit more flexibility than we did before. And now it's different. So I've realized that, okay, in my business, I have to do more group coaching. Then I was able to do more one-on-one coaching. I had more free time to say, okay, uh, I can map out a plan for an individual where now I have to just do more group coaching right now. I can't take more one-on-one clients and I'm okay with that. I'm not going to feel bad about it. In this season, this is what I need to do for my business. I know that for me, now that if I want this part of my life to look a certain way, I need to, you know, not wing it and just do things last minute. I really need to say, okay, in the morning when I have a level of energy that's high, I need to spend this four hours and knock out this in my business, this for school. I need to work out and so on. Like even my workout, I was slacking. And of course, everybody's been laughing and talking about COVID weight and even everybody has been on this trend. Everybody has seen, if you haven't seen that picture of Will Smith, you know, he's been talking about the dad bod and how he's been, um, COVID really hit him hard. And everybody has realized, probably everybody has gained weight during COVID. For most people, they have, right? So Will Smith posted a a photo of himself, you know, not in the best shape. And a lot of people know Will Smith has always been the person that was in shape. So he started this trend, which is smart marketing, right? Um, Especially, you know, and it's it's smart marketing, but it's also brought awareness and and has been uh, promoting uh, for people or driving people to get into this like mindset. Okay, I want to get healthy, right? So it's a it's a movement that's happening right now. But I think for many of us. Um, that pause and that moment to really like look at things and and really start restructuring how am I going to do things in this next season is going to be important. And I love that because this speaks right to this definition of a success mindset. How I'm, how am I going to navigate this unbelievable circumstance of COVID? And I know we're starting to pivot out. The CDC just talked about, Hey, now if you've gotten both of your shots, which I have, um, you can now not wear a mask or whatever. Things are starting to look a little different, right? We're, we're again, pivoting again. But again, these circumstances that we've had to pivot around. And now people are starting to say, okay, let me start to pivot around these different circumstances and these situations. How can I still remain flexible? How can I look at different possibilities? How can I look at this current situation I'm in right now with my new job, these new roles and responsibilities still remain flexible, still take the steps needed for me to still secure success in my business, still be able to maintain a level of success for my team. Because what I will not do is allow my business to tank. And what I will not do is allow my organization and my team to tank because I care about them both. I want them both to be successful. So I really want you to realize and recognize that regardless of what you're facing right now, leader, because we're all going to have those moments at some point in our businesses, because you might be a business leader, you might be within an organization or a business where you're not maybe the face of it or the CEO, and you might be, again, that leader within that, we're all going to run into those moments where it's going to be like, oh my goodness, what am I going to do? I'm facing something unbelievable. I'm facing some type of season and I'm trying to figure out How can I maintain success in there within that moment? And it's possible. We just have to take that pause, that two weeks, that one week, that one day, that one hour, that one minute, and recognize 
that, okay, what do we have to do different so we can find that flexibility, identify those different possibilities, identify the steps needed to get the job done. So that's what we're going to talk about today, right? And that those steps to do that. But first, I really wanted to hit on the fact that I can relate to it. And there are many leaders out there that can. And it's so important that you recognize that because there's so many of you out there that are stressed out. There's so many of you that are so stressed out and you feel alone and you're not. But we can all get through this together. So that's so important. And there is a process for us to get through this together, right? So let's hold hands in this process, ladies and gentlemen, and let's walk through what we need to do to have these components of a success mindset. So one of the first areas that we, we need to consider first is when we're thinking about a success mindset, right? The first component is that we need to consistently consider and know that we need to maintain a level of the growth mindset. And we've probably heard, you've probably heard this um, plenty of times before, but we have had those times where we're just like, I can't do this. I'm so tired of things looking this way. We forget about all those moments and those times where we have been able to get past the mess. Or we see that in one area, we keep on running into like a brick wall. And maybe that brick wall, that fifth brick wall that you hit, you finally are saying, you know what? I'm over it. I just can't get past it. This fifth brick wall, I can't get past this one, but you can. So are you maintaining a mindset of growth? Is that growth mentality still there? And again, this is the belief that you can become better and improve with time and practice. Growth is consistent. That never changes in every situation, in every relationship, personal or professional. In every moment, there's always an opportunity for growth. There is. That's constant. And I always refer back to the Michelle Obama um, book, Becoming. And I just love that book so much because sometimes we look at people at these different tiers that's reached these levels of success that seems unattainable. But you hear these beautiful stories that even these individuals that we look up to that have, again, reached these heights that we can't even see ourselves in and they're still growing. They're still talking about lessons learned. They seem so relatable and they still should be because they're human beings just like us. So have you forgotten to identify the lessons that you can learn in these situations? So whatever you're facing now, start looking at it from that perspective. What even though I'm on brick wall number 10, 25, whatever it is, what lesson am I learning in this season? What system do I need to place in this, in this now? What have I gotten away from? Because 100%, a plenty of times have I gotten away from the time management practices that I had before or got complacent or got lazy. And now I'm finding myself and it was something self-inflicted. And sometimes some of these things are self-inflicted. You've gotten away from what you were doing before that worked, and now it's time to implement it again. Guilty. Uh Uh-huh, you're guilty. Guilty is charged. (laughs) So remember, right? 
Sometimes it's about time and practice. And sometimes you are guilty of just getting away from what was working before. And it's just implementing that system again. But again, always remembering that there is consistent growth that we're going to have to continue to practice or to remember that we are learning and consistently growing in every situation that we're facing. Every single one. We are consistently learning. For those who are spiritual, God is always, always teaching us in every season. My, t- my kids are always, always teaching me something. I'm always, oh my goodness, my beautiful children, there's always something I can learn. Always moments where I'm just like, man, you know, I need to check myself. They'll ask me a question and I'm like, okay, I need to pivot it a different way or it allows me to reflect totally different, right? Because I recognize that there I am developing another generation and sometimes we were we we were taught things that were were inaccurate and now we need to go back to the drawing board and unlearn some things and learn the right thing so we can make sure they move forward with the right lessons and that's a growth experience so remember we're in a consistent pattern of growth and we have to recognize that that since that is a, is a situation we are consistently in, that there is a lesson that we can be learning in this season. And sometimes it's just us and we need to just implement uh, those, those things that we have gotten away from, right? So recognize that is one of the components. The next one is the inward looking propensity, the ability to look inward at, at oneself. So you can also look at that as self-reflection. And I kind of talked about it as well with the growth mindset. And it's really taking more time to reflect and asking yourself, what did I learn from this situation? So now we're going into the type of questions you can ask yourself. What did I learn? How am I growing? What could I have done differently? How did this affect this other person? So what kind of questions can you ask yourself in this process? I love self-reflection. Reflection. I found this great quote. This great quote. It said, "By understanding who you are now and who you like to become, you help identify the steps you need to take on that journey." So, what is your self-reflection process? What is your self-reflection process? Because if you're starting to look, if you start doing the intrinsic work and starting to pause and become more self-aware, you guys know that emotional intelligence and self-awareness is extremely important to me. But the more that you start taking time to pause and take more awareness practices, the more the more that you'll start to take yourself out of that autopilot process. Because again, our bodies are going to just naturally do like its, its routine. You know, they talk about the 21 days for, uh, for our bodies to kind of learn a routine. So say I just talked about earlier, right, about how we might get away from a system or a process that was working before. Well, we can undo that. So say you were doing something in the past that was working. So say it was weight loss. You were doing something before, got your body right. You were looking amazing. Well, that same great process that you were utilizing before to help you lose all that weight, you can undo all that. And now you can train your body to to undo all that great work you did. And now you did a whole new 21-day process. And I believe it's actually longer than 21 days for your body to actually create a routine. But let's keep the 21 days. And now you have actually retrained your body to undo all that. And now you are doing... Uh, a new process that is actually undoing the great work you did before. 
So what do you think needs to happen in order for you to get back to the previous process you were doing before to help you lose that weight? You have to re-retrain. Yes, re-retrain your body (laughs) to do what it was doing before that helped you lose the weight. So that's why awareness is so is so powerful because it's like stopping that routine. It's like, oh, wait a minute. I didn't even realize that I was eating, snacking, and doing all these things that I was doing before. I need to stop this pattern again and like go and rewind. And now I have to retrain the body, the brain, this process into doing the right thing again. So when if I am in autopilot again, at least my autopilot now is doing the right thing. So it's kind of like, okay, I'm pausing, I'm aware, I've identified that I'm eating this, I'm eating that. Now I need to add my exercise routine here. I need to stop snacking here. I need to add water here. I need to add salads here. I need to add protein here. I need to, you know, undo here, remove sugar here, boom. And the more you practice it, boom, boom, boom. Now you're starting that process. And now again, you're rewiring, you're rewiring. And now that pattern of behavior is happening. So even again, you do have that unawareness moment. And you're not aware because, again, like I mentioned before, 95% of the time we are functioning in our autopilot and our, our unconscious is pretty much, you know, moving us on a day to day. It's OK because you are now retrained your, your body and your habits into the right behaviors. But we do need to shake ourselves into the awareness more often to ensure that we are practicing the right behaviors. And that's the power of intrinsic thinking and shaking up uh, the process of an awareness and stepping into our awareness. And reflection does that. Reflection really allows us to check in with ourselves to find out what are we doing on the day to day that could be hindering us. Or as we're talking about success, it's also helping us jot down and identifying what is aiding in our success. So if you do have those moments and you're trying to figure out what is happening, how did I gain all this weight? You can literally go back to what you were doing in the past to say, oh, I know what happened last time or what I used last time to help me lose these 30 pounds. This was the plan I utilized in the past and it helped me be successful. And even if you did try it again and it didn't work, now you know, okay, well, I did try this again and now maybe I need to go to the doctor or go to a specialist because now I can say, hey, I recognize, you know, I shook up my unawareness. I tried what I utilized, you know, a year ago. It didn't work. And now I'm here with you because I've recognized I need to go to a specialist because maybe it's more to this issue that I know because I tried what I utilized before and I'm still hitting a brick wall. But again, it's still a, it's still a, a process and it's still from the process of self-reflection inward thinking, awareness. You guys pick up what I'm putting down? So how often are you in the process of that inward thinking, that inward looking propensity, the ability to look inward itself? So that is that second component of successful, of developing that success mindset, developing that um, flexibility, creating those different steps seeing the possibilities. So how often are you doing that? 
So we're going to take a quick pause, a quick break, and then I'm going to give you the third component of a success mindset. So I hope you guys have your notepads, like I mentioned, that you guys should have at the beginning of the show. Make sure that you have that. Reflect, reflect real, real quick, right? And then let's take a quick break and then stay tuned for the other half where we're going to go through the last piece of the components of a success mindset. Don't go anywhere. Stay right here for the other half of this message. That'll be back to you in one second. Leaders need constant developing. It might be on the personal side of development or the professional side, but essentially the work that you do on yourself will benefit how you show up as a leader in the home as well as within the workplace. Check out these testimonials from some clients I've worked with in the past and make sure you book your session soon. They want to continue on this journey because it has been very beneficial for me. Um, like I said, I'm not the same person. I don't feel like I'm the same person I was five weeks ago. How I fit your strategic goal. And they're like, wow, that makes sense. Okay. Yeah, that does. I mean, I'll... I, I'm glad. I'm glad you got me there because that's that's good. So, feel it was accurate. Like, what what's your feedback? I think it was definitely accurate. Thank you so All much. Right. This was fantastic. You're welcome. You're welcome. And you have period. Like, how do you feel now? I do want to be successful in my business. Um, I need to work on me. I'm like, I'm happy right now. I am. I'm, that's this is good. good. So, what are you waiting for? Schedule your session today. Your lack of growth might be due to your lack of self-reflection. Welcome back. So on that first half, you received the definition of what a success mindset is. And it's a mindset that provides you with the flexibility to see the different possibilities and steps needed to get the job done. It is the ability to fight the unbelievable circumstances and secure success. So we talked about these first two components of a success mindset. The first one being remembering the fact that we need to be in a constant state of growth, which is the belief that you can become better and improve with time and practice. We need to always remember there's always a lesson that we can learn. There's always something that we can get in every season that we are in, regardless of age, regardless of experience, we're always in a state of becoming. Shout out to Michelle Obama, okay? We are always in a state of becoming. So start to look at every opportunity to say, okay, what else can I learn? And that's the beautiful thing about successful people. If you listen to their messages, you read their books, they always have some type of lesson they learn regardless of how successful they are. And then the second thing that we talked about is the power of the inward looking propensity. And that is the ability to look inward at oneself, asking those questions through the process of self-awareness, right? Tapping into the conscious by practicing self-reflection, asking questions like, what did I learn from this situation? How am I growing? What could I have done? Right. And really practicing those self-awareness practices, because, again, the reality is we function in our unconscious so much that we have to shake it up and ask ourselves those questions. Taking those self-awareness practices and self-reflection practices. Right. Taking those moments where we're sitting, walking, right, standing alone, scheduling time where we can write those things down, finding out what works, what doesn't work. How did I show up this week? What happened? Who did it affect? 
What could I have done differently? How can I improve? Asking those different questions. And by really practicing those things, we can really find out maybe the common denominator of those issues, what you were dif- what you were doing that worked and what you were doing that didn't work and how to apply those things. And maybe that will help you or that will help you get to a solution. And even it allows you to identify if you need to start getting some expert help. I talked about that example of weight loss and say, okay, now by you utilizing that self-reflection process and you recognize that, hey, I utilize this process to help me be successful in that weight loss process before. Let me apply it again. And you utilize it and you stick to it. It doesn't work. Now, you know, okay, I tried this. I tried that. It didn't work. Now it's time to go to a specialist about it. But at least you tried what worked before. And again, you're trying these different um, these different um, processes to say, okay, this worked, this didn't work. But again, that allows you that allows you that self reflection process allows you to again try different things, different options versus continuing with the same habits that you were doing before, like many of us do. And then again, we keep hitting that brick wall. And we start to believe that we can't be successful. We can't do it. We're not growing. We're not reflecting. And we're just hitting this wall. And now you find yourself, again, believing that you can't get around that unbelievable circumstance. When you can get around that unbelievable circumstance, it is possible. So let's talk about this last component, which is recognizing and believing in positive possibilities. So that is the belief that positive changes can happen when we take the steps to make it happen. And that's the big part of this. I'm going to read that part again. It says the belief that positive changes can happen when we take the steps to make it happen. When we take the steps to make it happen. When we take the steps to make it happen. One more again for the people in the back. When we take the steps to make it happen. That part is so important and it's hard. Because we can believe it, but we have to take the steps to make it happen. And that's the hard part. It is so hard. And again, I'm living it. I'm living it. There have been things that I have been like so afraid. And yes, afraid, fearful to do again. Because I'm like, it didn't work before. Or I'm afraid to do it because I've been hurt by it. I have... It was so painful to go through it before. And I'm like, again, I thought I, I've gotten to this level. Do I really have to go through this again? Oh my goodness. I had to move and moving was painful. I had to go through this and this was painful. And I had to go through this and this was painful. I can't go through that again. And I might not even go through that again, but it's just the idea of having to navigate all that again. Like, for example, when I sold my house before I moved here, oh my goodness, it was, the process became painful at some point. For me, it did. And I'm grateful. I am so grateful that I was able to sell my home. But after a while, having to leave out the house at any second, I mean, it got to a point where my showings were so frequent that I would get home and then all of a sudden, last minute, I would get a last minute showing. And just imagine having, after a long day, you just got the kids, the kids haven't had dinner. And now you have to, you know, you have plans to go cook dinner and now you can't, 
Or say you get home and you're planning and maybe you're in the middle of chopping up ingredients and now you're about to put things into the oven or put things into the stove, you know, into the pan to cook it. And all of a sudden you get that ping and you're like, oh, you know, somebody wants to see the house in an hour. And you're like, I don't want to leave the house. I want to eat dinner with my family and go to bed. But again, this is an opportunity and this could be potential buyers for your home. So now you're, you don't want to risk it because this could be that one person that decides to purchase your home. And at one point, again, this, this was probably, I had maybe 90 days to send my, sell my home before I moved. I mean, it was a quick turnaround. So I could not, I could not, I mean, I, might, I could, of course, you always have a, you could always say no, but I, I chose, I could not risk it. So after a while, it was like, mm. and then you, I had an offer and the offer fell through one time and then the time crunch really got interesting. So you had people seeing it and you, I was getting great um, reviews on the home, but I'm like, well, why don't you guys want to buy the house? <laughs> You're saying on the review because I had this app that you could utilize and the realtors will say what the potential buyers would, um, they would have a rating and some of them will input what the feedback was. And they're saying, oh, they're interested, um, you know, but they'll let you know if they want to uh, purchase the home. And I'm like, what? They all are saying the house is great. Why don't they want to purchase it? But again, the process just was getting irritating. Uh, And I'm like, oh my gosh, this is horrible. So again, having that one contract fall through and then the idea of going through it again, okay, well, we're going to put it back on the market and this is what we're going to to do to adjust the price or to adjust things. And just the idea of going through it again, it was painful because I'm like, oh, I thought we were at the home stretch and now we're having to do it all over again. Painful. So now that I have my house here in my new location, the idea of, I mean, I don't plan on moving anytime soon, of course, since I just got here, but I hope I don't go through some type of type of anxiety, the idea of moving again, right? But again, just the pain and the idea of going through it all again is it's painful. So sometimes we can all we can think of and have the belief that, you know, there's going to be good, be positive about it, but it's about taking the steps. That's the part that a lot of people struggle struggle with. It's taking the steps to make it happen. Walking the walk versus just talking the talk. Actions speak louder than words. We can be optimists, but we have to now take the steps. And for a lot of people, that's where we get hung up at. And that's what separates, right? People that reach certain levels of success. You have to put the job application in. You have to go have that conversation with that team member. You have to go talk to your boss. You have to go put in that submission or send that email and say, hey, this is what's going on. I need this to happen. You have to take that action. So what action have you been stopping from doing or not doing because of whatever it is? Because, yes, you might have that hope factor, but there's something. Maybe there's a little fear deep down inside that you need to check. Maybe there's something deep down inside that there's a level of doubt or fear that's like underlying there that you haven't recognized, that's been whispering to you, that's keeping you from moving forward. 
like I broke down to you guys before about how our emotions dictate our behaviors, again, to lay the foundations, our emotions do dictate our behavior. So the there's the emotional factor, right? And again, check out the emotional wheel because our emotions are more than um, happy, sad, and angry. It's way more bigger than that. So once you identify the emotions and now it affects the nervous system, which which pivots into a feeling. So that makes your emotions um, a reality. Now you can see, hear, touch, and smell it, right? It makes your emotions more reality. And now it goes into your thoughts. And your, your inner thoughts are really what's the barrier between your actions. So if your inner thoughts, it'll really affect, okay, if you're going to move forward or if you're going to take a step backward or pause, so if you can start to really identify what is that thought process that's happening and take hold of that, it will really allow you to start moving forward in your behavior where you're moving towards the goal, moving towards taking action, moving towards success, moving toward the goal. But again, it's in that pause and really stopping. And that's why the self-reflection process in that middle area, that second tier is so important because you sometimes we don't even realize behind the scenes is that I'm thinking you're saying I'm thinking positive. I'm hopeful. But really, if you really was to, were to pause, there is a inner voice there that's saying, you know what, but this might happen. But it's and it's really um, causing you to feel fearful and it's really causing you to not press ahead and not send that email, not have that conversation, not take action, not to move forward. It's really making you flight, fight, or fight, flight, or freeze. You're either responding in a negative way. You're fighting in a negative way. You're freezing and you're not responding. You're just shut down and you're not pressing forward or you're running away from it. So you really want to make sure that you're taking action and identifying what's preventing you from pressing forward. So those were the components of success mindset, growth mindset, right? Thinking and make, making sure that you recognize that you're always in a state of growth and there's always a lesson learned in every season you're in. That self-reflection, that inward looking propensity, recognizing that there are positive possibilities, but also taking action to press ahead. And making sure that you're practicing that on a regular basis. And one of the last things I want to leave you all is I know you all have heard about the SWOT analysis before. And a lot of companies and organizations utilize this. But you can also utilize this as you're thinking about that success mindset. And SWOT stands for strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats. And you can also think about and utilize this as you're thinking about um, how, what kind of things that you're navigating that might be affecting your mindset of success. So strengths are things that your organization does particularly well. Well, now let's apply that to you. What are things that you do particularly well? What are things that you're doing right now that you're doing really, really good that's working? Think about those things. What's standing out to you? What are the strengths what are things that are going really, really well for you? Weaknesses, weaknesses that you can improve in all and the sorts of practices you should avoid. So what are some areas that are blind spots? Things that you can improve right now, areas that you should avoid. 
So what are those things looking like right now? Some opportunities. Those are things that are openings and chances for something positive that can happen. So what are some opportunities? Maybe there's some resources, some people you can connect with, right? You guys can always connect with me, you know, leadership development, team development. I'm very solution-based. I just have this gift of seeing solutions and opportunities. I just, I don't know. It's just something that I I'm, I can listen to someone's situation. And I'm just like, okay, how about this? How about this? Um, but there's always opportunities that might be around you that you can recognize, right? So what are some opportunities and chances that might be around you that there's some opportunities or some positivities that could be around that? So what are opportunities around and what you're facing and threats? So threats include anything that could negatively affect your business, right? But we're talking about yourself, right? And maybe this is something related to your company or your business or your organization from the outside. So what are some things that could affect from the outside or maybe even from the inside? So what are, what are those threats right now and how could they, they be addressed? So collect all those things, but don't focus so much on, and yes, we need to know the weaknesses, we need to know the threats, but those strengths and those opportunities could be some really great ways to address those weak points, those blind spots, those threats, and now you can find a way around it. So remember, a success mindset provides you with the flexibility to see different possibilities and steps needed to get the job done. So by you taking those moments to pause, reflect, break those things down. And again, I took two weeks to really pull back and break these things down. And if it requires you to do the same thing, do that. If it requires you to take a month off, do that. Do what's necessary. And sometimes we have to do that. We can't be everything for everybody. Sometimes we need to take breaks. Maybe we need to take a vacation. Maybe you don't need to answer that phone call. Maybe you don't need to go out. It is okay. It's so okay. Sometimes you do need to quit that job. Maybe taking that that lateral move. Like I've done that before. I have done that before. I've lost a job before. I've lost the money before. I've lost the relationships before, personally and professionally. But by doing and taking that time to really grow and move forward in that growth and development, I was still able to find a level of success. So remember to really take that time for yourself to really develop, grow, identify these different areas you need to work on. And you'll find yourself navigating these unbelievable circumstances to secure that level of success. So as always, you have taken in this information, you learned information, right? Now it's about application. So what can you do now to apply this information that you learned? And as always, if you have any questions or concerns, make sure you you can email me, info at AishaThomas.org. You can DM me on one of my social media platforms at Miss Aisha Thomas. And, or you can even text me 443-230-5587. I appreciate you guys tuning in. And you guys have an amazing week and I will catch you guys next week. Or maybe you won't catch me next week because if I need some more downtime, I'm going to take it. (laughs) But I appreciate you guys and I will see you guys next week. Maybe. (laughs) All right, guys. Bye.